Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Bourbon and Boca podcast. Kim, this is this is episode twelve. Can you can you believe that? No, I can't. I can't either. It's it's crazy. <laughs> so I am a co-host, Travis McQueen, and I'm Kimberly Garner, and we are super bah, bah, bah. super honored to have a. a this is our first returning guest. Yeah, I know. This is pretty exciting. So if you guys remember, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know what she's been drinking, time. but we'll find Probably out. <laughs> um, but if you guys remember back in episode three, we did an awesome podcast with Pennington Distillery's own Jeff and Jenny Pennington. Um, we was trying to get Jenny on there more, talk about marketing and all that awesome stuff. But Jeff kind of stole the show. Like he, yeah, he, he just kind of <laughs> took took over and was like, "Hey, this is actually the the, the Jeff show." Um, <laughs> so we are honored to have Jenny by herself. Jenny, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Hopefully, Jeff cannot get out of the closet. Yeah, you locked him in there. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Do you give him a snack? (laughs) Yes. A little little, little juice box. Um, Yes. Awesome. So, so Jenny, I know you guys have been really busy with with kind of things kind of going on, but I... I want to talk about, you know, just like the branding and just kind of the story behind Pennington, because for any, for any business in, in every kind of avenue in whatever, you know, the business is, there has to be like a strong brand identity. There's got to be a strong story behind it. Um, that's going to kind of excel it and, and make it look different from everybody else, especially when it comes to like liquor, you know, it seems like everybody's kind of got their own distillery here in Tennessee, but where did you like, when you first got in this game, like when did you start into like the whole liquor world? So initially I got into the liquor industry upon graduating college. So I literally graduated on a Saturday and on Monday I started a job at Best Brands, which is a wine and spirits distributor here in Nashville. Yes. I, you know, had my ducks in a row and trying to interview with all different kinds of companies uh, ahead of time so I could go into the workforce right I feel like yeah. that never happens anymore with no a lot of I younger people I talk to you. <laughs> 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 but uh, my brother was a great mentor and uh, really pushed me to to get out there and just see what opportunities there were and I you know thought I wanted to do something in sales potentially um, and or marketing and basically I was interviewing with companies that I would have been selling like pipes, valves, and fittings, oh, uh, pest control services, like <laughs> oh, all wow. these things. Yes. Yeah. And meanwhile, while all these interviews were taking place, I had a next door neighbor that uh, owned a liquor store in Franklin where I grew up. And I, the whole time I'd been helping him do little wine tastings and that kind of thing at his store in the evenings for his customers. Mm-hmm. And I would tell him every week about, oh, this is the latest job I've interviewed for. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah. And I remember he said, you know, why don't you try to do something in the alcohol industry? And it was really a light bulb moment. I mean, and anytime I talk to someone in their early 20s or, you know, that it's a going heading out on this journey it's like you know you just don't realize at that time I think of how many jobs even exist in these different industries right so I'm standing who knew exactly yes I was standing in his liquor store and I it occurred to me wow wait somebody sells him every single bottle that's in the store 
And I'm like, well, now that is something that I'm interested in. Well, yeah. especially so, in this area, I, I imagine the liquor industry is just huge in Nashville. In, yeah, in I mean, general. it's certainly grown and changed. Like when I first started, uh, I mean, like old charter whiskey was, <laughs> I mean, it was like makers old charter. Um, it really wasn't the whiskey craze. So that's kind mm. of evolved. Um, which, and now it's, you know, it's just interesting to see the trends of like different spirit well, types mm-hmm. or, you know, what have you, but all in all, I think Nashville's always been like a, a good drink in town, yeah. but, but <laughs> we've, we've definitely grown in population too, yeah. where we, you know, didn't have all those restaurants and so, everything. So how many years were you in the liquor sales? Cause I, I know that's also where you met Jeff and then you guys kind of got together. So how, how many years also doing liquor sales at the time? Yeah. Yes. So okay. he was actually working for a competing Ooh. wine and spirits distributor. Yes. yes. Um, so that's kind of how we reconnected. We actually gone to high school together. We were in the same grade. So we were friends in high school and, um, once we both landed these awesome jobs, we started running into each other and that just kind of, you know, reconnected that friendship and, you know, then here we are today. But, uh, (laughs) uh, I did that for several years. I, I was, uh, on premise, which means you're selling to uh, establishments that can sell alcohol by the drink. So like bars, restaurants, Mm. hotels. So I did on premise sales and, Within about three years, I think, um, I was promoted to the actual on-premise spirits manager. So I oh, wanted wow. man, yeah. So I got to manage the team I had been a part of, and that gave me some really great experience. Um, but on both sides, sales and management, I feel like it taught me kind of some basics about marketing spirits. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Even yeah, I mean, all of these large corporations that we represented their products they had great marketing teams they didn't have a plan we were just at the street level to execute it uh-huh. if you will so i got to learn um really from people that had their their stuff together and knew what they were doing and then got to use like you know how to make that a practical thing that i can go out and get a bar on board and get a consumer to, to try something and hopefully build a brand. So you, you guys have been doing that for, for that many or for how how many years again for, for you and Jeff both? Oh goodness. Um, I have to think, I would say I started back in like 2003. Oh wow. And yeah. What do you mean? Oh wow, Travis. I mean, that's, are you, I mean, that's that's a long time. Where were you in 2003, Travis? <laughs> I mean, I, where Shut was up. I? <laughs> we don't Jeff, hear probably, about it. Jeff probably started in 2002 because it, I think it took him a year less to graduate college than it took me. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, well. man. He, he's one of those brain Overachiever. Yeah, overachiever. <laughs> I know. So you, you guys do these liquor sales. Flash forward, you guys say, hey, you know, we want to create something. We want to go our own route and just kind of shake things up a little bit and do it our own way. So I think there's actually an, an, an interesting thing about that. And this is kind of veering away from the branding question, but how much of that influence and knowledge that you guys got from those other brands um, and like the tastes and just kind of like what the consumer was kind of talking about, what they liked about certain things or, or what the buyers were, um, 
how much of that kind of affected your guys's path and how your spirits and how your and your ear product tastes? I think it affects it greatly in a lot of different ways. So not necessarily just like the our own unique taste profiles or what the brand is we're creating, but I think just down to like a strategic level of sales strategies and purchasing you know, swag and merch and promotional mm-hmm. things, you know, you see these big companies and it's like a funnel mm-hmm. and you watch them pour millions of dollars <laughs> into yeah. the top. And by the time it comes out, it's, you know, coming out of this little hose pipe and, yeah. you know, we don't have those, you know, that kind of money. So yeah. we have yeah. to be really smart with what we do. So we really just tried to kind of cherry pick the, <laughs> yeah. the yeah. things we saw as successful over time. Um, and that seemed like, you know, we could recreate or put our own spin on it and execute it ourselves. So I feel like we've done a really good job of like recognizing those things. Um, but all in all, it's, you know, when you're selling other people's stuff, there's brands that you love and then there's brands (laughs) that you love, right? Yeah. 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 You're like, it's great. Exactly. (laughs) And you have no choice but to smile and be like, it's, I, this is what I'm going home tonight and cannot wait to make a drink (laughs) with, you know? (laughs) Was there something you had to sell that you absolutely hated back in the day? Uh, you guys had some yes. funny stories about vodka. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, nine million I'm flavors of it. That, pretty much vodka in general. Just in general, which is yeah. hilarious that now we make, make a yeah. wonderful line of vodka. Yours is, yes. <laughs> right? So, um, but yeah, there's just a lot of vodkas out there. So every week it was like you're launching a, a new Blueberry one. Blueberry vodka. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, all of them. <laughs> so with, with everything at Pennington's and getting started, you know, creativity is always at the forefront of all that kind of stuff because you have to have some creativity, create these logos to create this brand and to kind of create this story. Yeah, yeah. Um, how much of that is you? Because I know yeah. it, it sounded like all of it <laughs> last time we well, chatted. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I work with amazing people that are super creative and um, it's really important to me to partner with people that we just can like vibe off of each other, you yeah. know, and respect yeah. each other. And, um, so I am not a graphic designer. I, but I work with amazing designers and <laughs> we can, every brand we've ever done is constantly evolving. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, yeah, you're, 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 I love like we, Travis and I took some, you know, product stuff cause we bought a bunch of things when we were there and then, yeah, but, um, <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, it's so pretty. So what was kind of like the, the story of like behind what you guys wanted to talk about? Cause I think you, down to your guys' logo, it's this very kind of, um, I don't know. To me, it's like a, not really old fashioned, but it's a, it's like a very like stoic kind of look. I, I think it's very I- identifiable, um, and I think that your guys just kind of branding around and like the, the employees, the, the colors you guys have used, it's very, um, like that very stoic and strong kind of vibe. So h- how much of that, you know, like, would you say, like, what's the story behind that? What was the thought process? Yeah. So, um, thank you first of all, but, uh, <laughs> we, I think Pennington is just a really strong name. I'm, you know, proud to have, uh, 
acquired that name once Jeff and I got married. Um, but so I think with it's got a lot of letters. It does have a lot. Of, I'm it looking does. at the logo right now. I'm like, that is a yep, lot of it letters. Does. So I think it was important to just use like a bold font that's very clear and crisp. And you can just clearly see that like no script allowed. It needed to just, yeah. you know. Um, we wanted something that looked industrious. So I think yeah, it does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Through the fonts, through the shapes, even, um, that the PDC, uh, monogram, if you will, yeah. I, it kind of reminds me of like a baseball yes, team I was yes. or say something. It looks like a baseball team. Yeah. That's a hundred percent what I was thinking when you see it too. Exactly. So it definitely has got like that industrious masculine vibe, the colors, um, same thing. And, you know, between us and the listeners yeah. black is All a great them. color for distilleries because it hides whiskey mold <laughs> <laughs> oh black is good for everything yeah, to hide yeah. all kinds I mean, of things right, black is good. right. Travis wears um, all black every day yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and i you know just from experience over time it's like when you work with any logos you learn what is easy to embroider what mm, is easy yeah. to screen print what yeah. is easy to put on business cards in every application yeah and i love a round logo i mean i just think they're wonderful and easy to work with and all in all i just felt like that could be put on any of our specific product brands yeah. the pdc can work alongside of those and fit in small places. And there, it gave us a variety of ways to, to use it, whether we had the, the word spelled out or it's just the PDC monogram or what yeah. have you, but it all brings it back to the brand. And I love the, I love the tones of all of it because I didn't even think about it until now we're talking about it. And then I have to think about it, <laughs> but I'm like, Oh, it's, it's, it's like bourbon colors. It's a y very coppery. Yeah. 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 Industrial yeah. 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 Yeah, the like copper still. Kind of. mm -hmm. so, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. perfect. So, with your guys's kind of labeling, like obviously with all the liquor sales, and you've seen all the swag and the merch that that these big companies was kind of rolling out. Um, was that kind of where you kind of started to see like what logos looked good with what, or is it more like a trial and error for you guys when you first started Pennington's with like logos like, oh, this doesn't look good, you know, on this, or this is too big, this is too small. How, where'd that inspiration come from? Um, really, I feel like it's kind of reverse engineering. Like we look mm -hmm. at it, like, what do we need? What do accounts need? What's the most economical thing that can make an impact to get our brand in these bartenders hands into consumers hands, you know, on the liquor store shelf, what have you. Mm -hmm. So I feel like if it's bar mats, right? Like a rubber mat, you know, that yeah. a bartender's got, you know, having something like that, you're creating, you know, something valuable to them because they need it, but yeah. you're also keeping top of mind awareness with them because mm -hmm. it's like subconsciously they're staring at your brand name all day. So maybe exactly. Yeah. They're like, dude, it's been reserved. It's great. It's local, you know, and obviously consumers can see it when they're sitting in a bar or what have you. But um, so I feel like it was really for us, like identifying what those uh, merch things are yeah. and then going, okay, what, how does our brand look the best on this? And I, you know, I drive our operations team crazy because I <laughs> will slow things down because I'm like, no, you know, it's expensive to get these yeah. things created. And a lot of times you're buying like 
dyes and um, screens and things. And you don't want to have good money chasing bad money. Like I'd rather get it right long enough to live with it for a couple or a few years before I have yeah. to change it again. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> And the getting it right with me, I don't know, Travis is probably more organized than my brain, but I'm always like, I just like it. So it, I'd have to like start somewhere and then go, nope, 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 yep, nope, that I like. And I don't know why. And I can't tell yeah. you. So I can imagine like I would drive, if I had a whole team, they'd hate me so much because I'd be like, I don't like it, but I don't know why. So you're going to have to figure <laughs> that out and then just change right. it. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, I'm like, but when you get it, it's going to be it's so gonna awesome. It's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> like, look, we pushed this, you know, to the furthest levels of creativity yeah. that we could, you know. So we're doing these floor displays right now for a liquor store. Mm. And I mean, this is a good example. So it's just like a wooden display that you put all your bottles on. And so first thought was like, okay, we'll get like a decal, right? Mm-hmm. Put the decals on the side. Well, is the decal going to stick to the paint? Then the guys <laughs> like, we can put a coat of sealer over yeah. it. Like, and then I'm going, wait, why don't we do like a full color graphic and we can print it on dye bond and you know, get some 3M sticky material on the back and stick those things on. And now it looks so amazing. I mean, it just went from like what we could have been just like basic. Yeah. But instead it looks like major league. Totally. I always think too, like that's always where I think the rubber meets the road. It's those little details. Like could anybody just put a sticker on like a, you know, a block of wood and, you know, have like a stand like, yes, anybody could have done that. But that's also it, the thing. Anybody could have done yeah. that. If you kind of take the time to do li- be, be a little bit different. Looks intentional. Yeah. It's going to look intentional right. and it's going to speak more to the brand. Like, hey, like they took this time to really nail down the aesthetics, to really nail down the functionality, to really nail down kind of how it looks and how it interacts with the, the customers or the consumers. And um, you want to look high end and it always does. It, like yeah. their stuff... The Pennington stuff looks high end. Yeah, you know, it, it, and then there's like the the, the Walmart brand, you know, of other <laughs> stuff. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like you can yeah. tell a difference, and people want the high end. Yeah. So one oh, thing that I, I think, that I really love with <laughs> this with Walmart you brand. and the Pennington label and everything like that is you actually really kind of design the bottles too, right? Ooh, like the shape. Uh, Yes. Yep. So Whisper Creek is actually a custom glass bottle. That was our first brand we ever created. So we just like jumped off the pier right there in the beginning. I don't know what we were thinking. Yeah. So (laughs) we got like a huge lesson in how to create a custom glass bottle. Let me tell you, there's a lot to learn. But um, yeah, like how do you, I I mean, I suppose you're in the industry, so you know where to look, but I would be like, who knew that was a thing even? I just thought they put stuff in bottles. I wouldn't have ever thought about the shape or, yeah. yeah. People think you like Google it and you like buy them on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. So not the reality. You you buy Um, a lot on Amazon. Really, you can Google it and these manufacturers don't even come up. I mean, it's like you got to kind of be in the, be in that circle. No, exactly. Um, but yeah, so basically you just find glass manufacturer, they're all over the world and here in America too. And, uh, you know, we, before we even did that, we worked with a, um, uh, architect that yeah, we bet he helped us and he helped us uh, draw well, there's out probably a, like a rules, bottle. R- like rules of being aesthetically pleasing or something. I, I, right. I assume architects know. In photography, we do it like rule of thirds, and we have different rules that are supposed to be pleasing to the eye. So I'm sure that the same applies. 
Yeah. I mean, he was great. Like I had hand drawn some stuff and we gave it to him and he probably said, Oh, that's great. <laughs> it's going to hold three milliliters, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, that's nice, but <laughs> right. right. This is a five gallon. Bottle. <laughs> um, so, yeah, ha- so we, how many yeah. versions of the Whisper Creek bottle did you guys go through oh, before yeah. you kind of like settle? Like, hey, one. this is, this is it. Oh gosh. So, I mean, really ultimately we've never changed the bottle design which is I mean, pickers is another story that's evolved but, uh, do you want to talk about that but, yeah, yeah right we'll talk about that no, sure. no that's <laughs> um but but the whisper creek once we got the design you know got with manufacturers they help you like hey you got to beef up the base of this thing when the, somebody sets it down the bottle's gonna break you know mm-hmm. or when you're stacking them in boxes and then boxes on pallets there's weight, you know, so you have to Mm. factor in like the thickness of the glass and all these things. So, um, you know, once we got it there, there were prototypes and, um, all that, and it's an amber glass bottle. So we did kind of go back and forth on that. Like, Oh, we don't like the color of that. Should we get amber glass or, or Flint glass and paint it Brown and went through all of that. But, uh, you know, once it rolled out, like it's really been the same. That's awesome. Ever since. There's yeah. so much mo- that I, I, these are all things I never would have thought of. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's crazy. It, I mean, yeah. it all goes down to, to again, that attention, the detail yeah. and the story behind the brand and just kind of their identity. So going from Whisper Creek, what was the next bottle that, that you kind of took over? Cause I, I know, I don't know if it was the pickers was next, but I know the pickers went through a huge overhaul and the new bottle the so is cute. amazing. Like I love the, I love that design. Thank you. Um, it's yes, that brand has evolved more than any brand. Um, partially, I'm totally blaming Jeff for this because here we go. <laughs> He's still locked in the closet. He can't say anything. Yeah, I, I really don't think he can get out. Um, so you know, they're like, we have, we have to hit this deadline. We've got to launch. You're like, <laughs> so oh. at that, you know, that's hard. It's hard for me because I am a perfectionist. So I, I mean, I feel like it was like get it to market and then circle back and it's like okay how can we improve and keep improving so the initial bottle we use was just a stock bottle so that means you know multiple manufacturers um produce like like our our walton's bottle you know no offense to it but hey there's like super premium vodkas on the market Mm. that use that same bottle it is a stock bottle like Mm -hmm. it's a very standard uh size and shape and all that so we used a stock bottle for pickers in the beginning and then we continued using the stock bottle but totally did a label change (laughs) and then um started working with a glass manufacturer to do a custom bottle Mm -hmm. and they crushed it i mean they blew our socks off i mean really they brought us options and ideas and we got to pick you know we love this here and we like this here and they took all of that and put it into one um and we actually they had given us some label ideas too to have like a third generation of labels yeah and we you know that we just weren't feeling them but we loved what their concept for the glass and we went with that and then just worked with our team to um create the new labels and we felt like it it works really well with that glass bottle it's got like guitar frets on the side it's got a little guitar pick with the tennessee tristar on the front um 
And then our paper label has all kinds of awesome embellishments and a knockout where you can see like the liquid through mm-hmm. and um, all that good stuff. But we just felt like it, they, they met each other, you know, they, they worked together. So. Yeah. A hundred percent. And w- when I look at that bottle, I just think it's, I, th- I think it's elegant. I mean, yeah. I really do think that it, it speaks to Nashville. I think it speaks to the brand. Um, it's identifiable it, too. Like, yeah. I'm not joking. When my husband was sitting in AJ's and Destin was like, Hey, look, <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm like, okay. Honey. I love it. He got excited. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, we want it to be approachable too. You know, it's like, it looks classy and it's nice, you know? I mean, it's got like a nice metal ROPP cap, which means yeah. roll on pilfer proof. But, uh, <laughs> you know, that's something you got to graduate to get there. Like we worked hard to get sales up to justify doing that. Like yeah. initially, yeah. you know, brands don't typically start out with finishings like that because you have to order like 300,000 of them at a oh time. And <laughs> that's a, a big, big warehouse. Yeah, it is a big warehouse. Yeah, it is. It is. It's, you know, it's really capital intensive. And so, um, you kind of, and that was the other part of it. It, it was just re- reaching those milestones in sales to justify the upgrades. <laughs> yeah. And that's always an interesting thing to kind of talk about too, is at what point did you guys kind of decide to do that? Because, you know, it would have been too easy for you guys to, you know, stay the course, stick with the stock bottles, stick with, you know, the old stuff. What was that gumption to be like, you know what, hey, let's go ahead and just market this or, or let's go ahead and change this. Um, I mean, I, I assume. Because I'm real lazy. I would have been like, well, this yeah. is fine. <laughs> I don't know. That, I mean, I think, of... Well, I think it's because we're very competitive people. Yeah. You know, we want, it's, these brands are our children. I mean, yeah. this is our life. And, um you know, we certainly want to have something that we feel proud about and that we feel like represents all of the hard work we've put into everything. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think either one of us were satisfied where it started. Yeah. Um, and just we're trying to constantly improve. Like I always say to people that what's so great about owning a distillery and being a part of this team is, and I think Jeff would agree that you know, we learn something new every single day. So it is so challenging, but in a good way, because ultimately you're, it's, it's for your, you and your family and the sky's the limit, right? It's like you're creating your own destiny. Yeah, Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. So it gives you that drive to want to make it better. And, you know, when we're seeing other brands out there that are like crushing it and we're like, man, we need to look as good as them or whatever, you know, you just make it happen. And Jeff is a, a salesman galore. He is. <laughs> he is. And he's like, I'll get out there and, you know, make those sales so we can afford get to make done. that happen. And yeah. he's done great building the brand. Speaking of learning every day, because I'm old. I say this all the time. My dad told me to stop saying I'm, how old I am and that I'm old because it makes him feel old when he listens. But <laughs> how have things, because you started out in the early 2000s, um, social media wasn't really a thing. I think Facebook, I don't even know when Facebook came out, like when everybody was actually on it, it was 2007, eight, nine. I don't know. Yep. But yep. how much does social media play into the branding and all of that? Because to me, I, I'm like behind the times I have young photographers coming up and they're like famous on TikTok and Instagram. And I'm like, 
barely posting pictures on Facebook and not messing it up, you know? So how much has that changed? And is it in a place where you're just like, what in the world? (laughs) And, and what are your feelings and all that? So it's important enough that we invest in having somebody manage it for us. Um, you know, I'm not a big social media person personally, Mm -hmm. but I see a value there for our business. Right. And there's no way I can just turn it off because I want to see what our business is doing on social media yeah, and yeah. what <laughs> and what people are saying about us or engaging with us. Um, I think there's some really unique opportunities with, you know, people that are influencers or yeah, you know have a weirdest. good following. It's so odd. <laughs> I find it so strange, the whole yeah. influencer thing. I know it's wild, but you know, it's important because it gives us another avenue to get our brand in front of people that may not be familiar. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, I value that. I think we all do. Um, We have a great team that, that manages it. It's constantly changing. I mean, where they change like the algorithms on Facebook and, you know, we're like, no, we should be doing this. And they're like, well, Health actually changed that changed last, last month. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> Yesterday it's different yeah. now. <laughs> so I find myself, we have a very patient, uh, team that, that handles <laughs> that. And they're always happy to explain to me what is going on. And, uh, it's just, <laughs> they, it, they it's, do a great job. Cause I always think like back in the day, you just had to have people going in and selling stuff or you had to, you, you know, it was a different kind of hustle. And now I'm like, it's just the weirdest thing and I hate having to be dependent on it but there's really only like you sort of have to it's a thing and you have to keep up right and I think like what they've done a really good job of is trying to not just make it like one big advertisement for our different brands (laughs) but they try to connect with engage with yeah. other like with bars that yeah. are supporting yeah. us so let's yeah. go over there and take a picture of that photo and tag them and you know get help them and it's vice versa you yeah. know it's mutually beneficial to everybody i think it just builds um, that community too yeah the community thing too. Yeah. That, not just the brand awareness but just the hey like you know you're supporting me i'm going to support you and i think that just makes the bonds stronger mm-hmm. uh, you know b- yep. between you and and not just the the bars and, and the places that that store your your product, but also I mean I've noticed your guys' Instagram like you guys are really big into the community within your your offices as well as the people yeah, that you're come also in on the weekends. Nice there. I'm like I told Travis I'm like I'm gonna work here. Yeah, <laughs> you walk in and he's like hey hey and, hi. and shout out to the new employees that Pinkton's Distillery has. <laughs> I, I I read the profiles on the on Instagram. <laughs> on yeah, you're such a stalker. <laughs> I love it. I, I love it. I, I support my friends, Kim. Yes, I can't fine, help Travis, it. It's okay. We <laughs> have the best people. Like we just love them, and I I do think that they're very happy. And I mean, it's fun. It's yeah. just a fun. It's a good vibe. Environment. Definitely. It's just fun, cool people, and it's we love it. <laughs> so this is going to be an interesting question for me, at least. Um, whenever you and Jeff kind of started down this road and when you was like hey let's let's do this let's go all in let's let's figure this out um if you had to kind of like judge your guys selves from where you are today compared to when you first started back then like where, where do you think you guys are like could, could you imagine just everything that's kind of unfolded is it what you pictured or, or yeah. is it way different what was I that picture you were wor- huh yeah um <laughs> 
I, I look at this two ways. The first way is just as like a couple, you know, doing this together. Mm-hmm. I feel like in the beginning, it literally was the two of us. And um, we were, we have evolved over time and simultaneously with the growth of our company, yeah. <laughs> where it sort of forced us to divide and conquer. Yeah. In the beginning, it was like we're both in the same lane. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and sometimes we would lose sight of like, hey, we're we're on the same team here, like yeah. Mrs. and Mr. Competitive. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we came from competing jobs where we yeah. literally competed against each other. So yeah. that was a huge adjustment for us. But um, I think there's the natural growth of our business has made us, forced us to, you know, kind of, I, I focus on my thing. I, he's got his thing he mm-hmm. he does great and ultimately he is the ceo he's he's got a hand in everything mm-hmm. i like where i'm at right now where it's like okay i have my hand in the marketing i don't need to be all involved in every aspect of every single thing mm-hmm. you know um as a mom and yeah i was gonna say you got the kiddo too like ugh. yeah <laughs> yeah a lot of stuff and I'm going enjoying on. that yeah. you know we worked for ourselves and created our own paychecks since 2000 and nine you know so yeah so it's it's nice and i think we've all learned a lot through the covid but i'm (laughs) i'm enjoying you know letting my family be like the front seat and Mm -hmm. letting and just trying to enjoy the job and the role at the distillery yeah and not let it be as crazy as it once was i mean we have worked our butts off and Jeff still continues to (laughs) totally i mean he works so hard but i needed to slow it down a notch and yeah. and it, it helps me be more creative to you I think because it just it's more peaceful yeah <laughs> yeah I can't I can't be creative under immense pressure I barely exactly do it with no pressure and I, I don't right. think if there is a lot of pressure I think decisions get made in the heat of the moment and probably like, kind of oh, like yeah, yeah. I probably if I'd yeah. stayed on that for just a little bit longer I would not have made that decision again so with that right. is there anything like like if if Jenny right now could sit down with young Jenny like back you know back in two thousand nine, <laughs> like what what would you tell her like hey like pay more attention to X you know or kind of let go of what like what would that be? Oh gosh, um, <laughs> deep deep, warn, deep on the spot question. Questions, Travis. <laughs> no, so they have to prepare themselves. <laughs> um, probably the answer can also be no. <laughs> I knew everything. No, I've everything learned now. so much. <laughs> I've learned so much. Um, just, you know, don't be so sensitive if mm. somebody tells you your baby's ugly. <gasps> Please tell <laughs> me. <that laughs> like a brand, you know. Oh, oh okay. I got you. <laughs> no, not, like the, model, not the not real the baby. baby. Gotcha. <laughs> the, the, the product babies. Yeah. You know, I mean, things yeah. like that. You can be really, and I still can be sensitive. It's hard because you put your heart and soul into it. But I think. I've gotten better at listening and taking feedback and not yeah. t- being, you know, offended by it because, mm-hmm. and, and I work with a lot of creative people and, you know, I hear it in their it's voices a hard, too. It's, yeah. it, it is, it's hard for creatives. creatives to, yeah, take constructive <laughs> criticism. Like, okay, but I worked really hard on that and yeah, I want you to love it, it, but you don't. Okay. Right. Yeah. And sometimes you get, you know, I've been guilty of like getting defensive enough that I, I couldn't move forward in mm. letting something evolve, you know, yeah. and that can hurt you. So I feel like I've 
gotten a little better about that. I think that's good advice <laughs> for everybody. Learn how to take constructive criticism. Yeah. As a, that across definitely. the board. That, that's a life needs. skill. I or think. just not being so sensitive in general. Yeah. Right. Don't like block progress. Yeah. <laughs> or don't let your ego block it, right? So like if you gotta keep going. If I can go ahead and make this statement live oh, no. on this podcast, oh, if anybody no. thinks the picker's bottle is is ugly, oh, I will fight them. I will fight them. I will break open a picker's bottle and throw oh, it at them. Stop it! <laughs> that that thing is is elegant. So with Thank that, you. going back to kind of Pennington and your guys's products, um, I I love them all. I mean, I'll tell you right now, the Genesis is See, yeah, so good. So little story, my husband went to Nashville um, without a babysitter. <laughs> I, he went by himself, and then he came back with a Genesis bottle, and I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, how funny. Yeah, he did. I, and I think he hid it somewhere. I can't find it. <laughs> he says it's special for special times, and I'm like, well, that might be now. <laughs> right. You're like, uh, or next time you leave with other babysitter. He's very protective. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, you're not allowed to go out by yourself anymore. So, <laughs> so you guys' products are, are really are exceptional. So what, for, from, from the outside kind of looking in, what's kind of your, your favorite one? Like, yeah. what's kind of the one that you was like, hey, this is the one I'm going to put more, more emphasis in? I love them all. I mean... <laughs> They really are all of our, they are our children. Um, Right now I'm like super excited about the whiskey. I love that, you know, that is when you make whiskey and you have to lay it in a barrel and put it on a barrel rack and Mm. it sit there for at least four years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And now we've got some stuff that's like six and seven years old. Like that's amazing. And they just popped open a new one, didn't they? Didn't I see they were doing a. Yeah. 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 On Instagram or something. Yeah. So, I mean, that is to be able to finally get that out and let consumers really become aware of it because it's like you can promote something as much as possible, but if it's not even in a bottle, it's (laughs) it's like you can keep showing people pictures of the barrel, but (laughs) until it really comes to market. So that's, you know, definitely I feel like we're all like the buzz around the distillery and just our vibe is that excitement over the whiskey and it's won tons of awards and yeah. And you know, I feel like it's going really great. So, um, Walton's vodka is a vodka we did in honor of my dad. I love that brand because it honors my dad and I, he passed away, but, um, I was able to create that while he was still alive and, and he like helped me with the process and it's all based on, um, when he was 13 years old, he built this wooden boat and he had told me all about it. And when we had made this vodka to honor him, I was like, dad, let's maybe the story or like the branding is about you building this boat. It's like the art of determination, right. And, and craftsmanship. So here he rolls out with like the eight millimeter video pictures (laughs) telling me all the stories and so that will always be special to me because it meant so much to him and it means so much to me. Um, so I love that that exists. Uh, Whisper Creek, you know, love it. Obviously, it was our first brand. And, I mean, we survived it. Getting that <laughs> fast first on Lord, man. That. Yeah. And now it just seems like our easy baby, right? Yeah. It's like the mature one. It's grown now like, and takes yeah, care of itself. It's very low maintenance. Exactly. Um, and then pickers, obviously, like, I just love the, 
the tide in Nashville and music and just the challenges we've, you know, through evolving it and it will probably continue to evolve, I'm sure. And we'll do line extensions and different things with it. Um, coming out with like the, the canned cocktails using pickers yeah. as the yeah, base. Are, I mean, yeah. yeah, it's fun. You know, I feel like it's just kind of limitless really um, what we can do with, with that brand. So it'll be interesting to see what the future holds for it because I think one thing we've learned is you never know, like you just don't know what's ahead. You can plan all this stuff. And maybe that's what I would have told myself in 2009. It's like, never say never because, you know, at the end of the day, you're going to ride that wave and, and go where life takes you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. And I think that's just an interesting kind of thing to think about with the whiskey because it does take time to yeah, mature. And yeah. it's just like, that's a, that's a I, long time to it, wait. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like, you know, you, you can impatient. make that investment. <laughs> you can do all that, but it's like, you, you won't wait. know yeah. until like four, six, 15, 20, wh- whatever your aging process is, but you're not going to know it paid off until that time. And that's, I feel like that's scary. That like that's yeah. that's a scary, yeah. scary thing. Oh, and the operations guys would like tease me forever <laughs> and be like, So are you gonna really have the bottle and packaging ready for when the whiskey's finished aging? Like, you know, You're you like, have yes, four years. Yes, I will. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe. I think it was still like totally last minute. Like <laughs> the labels are here. <laughs> when they pick them up. <laughs> I, I mean, I'd say it's probably like Christmas though, Witten. Like any time that you guys open up uh, you know, a a new a new era of genesis i mean that's probably like christmas for you guys right yeah i mean it's our birthday bourbon you know so it is it 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 marks something special to us and meaningful and you know it's all based on the first date we laid whiskey down so it's definitely why we celebrate every october 17th and are looking forward to celebrating again this year last year we was a virtual so hopefully yeah. well, i i want to yes. be there on it's so awesome like you guys will love it you i really want you to be there it, you had something else going on oh i'll be there i, <laughs> yeah. I got distracted Good. i was trying to think what i was gonna say next and i'm like oh we'll be there <laughs> <laughs> you were telling us something before we went on air about uh tennessee crossroads and them coming yeah. and you had done some things around facelifting yeah. things around the yeah, so place. Tennessee, yep, Tennessee Crossroads is a show on uh, NPR, and I've been a fan forever. I mean, that's just a wonderful show. It's just kind of like feel-good stories about Tennessee and its people and different businesses and feel-good um, kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, just positive. So we had the opportunity to be featured on their show um, last week. So, of course. You were like, any opportunity, right? Exactly. It kind of like you need to make gives over. us a yeah. kick in the behind to get our act together and be like, hmm, let's make some improvements. Real quick. <laughs> um, so we we have a tasting bar and we do tours and have a really cute little gift shop. But um, the tasting bar, we basically gave it a little judging Boost. it up. <laughs> <laughs> Not just that just a little picking. spice on there. Just a yeah. little spice. <laughs> But I thought, I think it came out really well and it looks nice and it was a, a great backdrop for our on camera interview. Yeah. <laughs> and you, and you guys are up and running uh, despite the COVID thing, you guys are giving tours in person currently and all that. People yeah. Can stop so into we the just shop. opened back up. Yep. It will, uh, we did close down for 
a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, who's even counting anymore? Yeah, but a, a lot of us, <laughs> right? Exactly. Um, but we are open, and um, you know, do have safety protocols in place, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's socially distanced. They have, you know, capped the tour at a, a certain number of spots each, you know, hour and all that. Mm-hmm. But it, but we're up and going, and it's been going really well. And um, throughout COVID, we did have some gift shop hours, which was funny because it was like people would run in from the neighborhood and like get their booze or whatever when everyone's <laughs> drinking at home. <laughs> yeah, the, the so, local Mexican restaurant was delivering uh, margaritas in my neighborhood and it was all the talk oh, of the page because yes. people were just trapped. <laughs> yes, yes, I know. We definitely had some margaritas over <laughs> the course of the last year. It, <laughs> and froze haze. We had this oh, place yeah. in the, oh my gosh. It, um which I mean, obviously, no product of ours goes in that, but it, <laughs> but it's so good. Got to support the nation. Okay, <laughs> absolutely right. Um, and my friends would bring them over to us a couple times a week. It would be like our ritual to go out in the backyard and all have a froze, and it seemed that to last. Awesome. It'd take like an hour to drink it. It was so good. If you could do a frozen version of those unplugged, I feel like. Oh yeah, little can things, right? Yeah. The, well, which are adorable, by the way. But yeah, those would be good frozen somehow. I mean, could I don't you know just like do throw it. some ice in a blender yeah. and then they would, like top yeah. it it's with some straight pickers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there it is. That's it. Look That's at you. Get the Moscow mule, put some ice in a blender. It'll be there like so much alcohol does not breathe. <laughs> hey, look. Only drink one. That's what we're here for, though. You know, it's 2021. We don't know what to prepare for. That's all we got pickers. Pickers right. unplugged. So, exactly. you know, this might be asking you something that that you can't say so again you can always say no (laughs) but what what is the next product to possibly be overhauled or or get a facelift uh, oh oh that isn't what i thought you were gonna say um so well i can share this um we are doing a uh whisper creek coffee and creek can so we're coming out with original and mocha Yeah, it's gonna be stoked about that. Yeah, they're adorbs. So I've been working (laughs) on those, and um, we're looking at like maybe May, June launch, hopefully. So can can, can I be a product tester? uh, I'll drink that before I go to yoga. I know. I mean, they really are good. (laughs) They're in their little short cans. They're so cute. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah, but again, like even though. I'm telling you, like Whisper Creek is the oldest child. And even that one was so much easier than other things we do. I feel like it was just like, okay, that looks great. Okay, that that tastes delicious. (laughs) But people like coffee and alcohol, so a combination and a cute little Right, yeah, and each can's equivalent to one cup of coffee. You need to do like like a a tasting of Housewives. Just get a bunch of us together. Well, at the we'll call it park. The, All the of us in our like black yoga pants and messy <laughs> yes. guns, yeah. sipping. We should just record it and it'd be like a reality Ooh, show called The Housewives a- of Nashville, like yes. Costco sweep. Yeah, yeah. There <laughs> yeah. you go. Everybody's going to Target afterwards. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, Jenny, we seriously love having you on the podcast. Um, Again, I know we, we, we've went over this before, but please introduce do the brand, outs, yeah. do the shout outs to, to anybody who want to kind of give thanks to and give the shout outs to all your social medias and website. Oh, thank you. Well, thank you all for having me. It was a pleasure. 
uh, to speak with you again. I hope to see you in October at Harvest yes, Harvest, like we talked down. about. Oh, um, anyone can, <laughs> yeah. Um, anyone can check us out online, PenningtonDistillingCo.com. It's got links to all of our socials, individual pages for each of our products. Um, with as many products as we have, it's just like too many. Just go to <laughs> PenningtonDistillingCo.com and it'll point you in the right direction. We also have a reserve club that you can sign up for. It's not an annoying newsletter, but if <laughs> we just send out like a monthly newsletter that tells you we're doing like limited time offer t-shirts. We just did one for St. Patrick's Day. Oh. Um, we're going to do one for 4th of July and um, just tells you about like distillery events and special things we're doing, single barrel releases, things like that. So a uh, fun little thing to be in the know and, and it'll get you guys any info. We'd love for anyone to, to take part in that. And you have really cute stuff in your shop too. I go on Thank and I want to buy shirts and things. Thank you. <laughs> Let's check that I out know. too. It's all Jeff wears. It's so cute. Oh wear. yeah. He's probably going to hold Florabama or pickers. <laughs> and shirts. Uh, so I want you to make good. leather cuffs like that come on the, you know, the little leather thing that goes on the neck of the Genesis bottle. Yeah. I want yeah. like cuffs. Like wouldn't that be cute? Bracelets. Yeah. Like bracelets. And then you could like roll a t-shirt, put the cuff around it and you get a t-shirt and a bracelet. That's really cute, actually. I love that. She's probably. I don't see why our people couldn't like make them bigger, right? So yeah, <laughs> yeah, just make it big. Wouldn't that be cute? Like a real simple leather. Okay. Kim, Kim, you Kim you you on get tangents. you get one tenth of a penny for every one sold. Now. Okay, it's I'll your take royalty. it. One tenth of a penny. More than I'm getting for this podcast, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, Jenny, thank you for coming back on. Everybody, please do what you can right now. Go to your local stores. If they don't sell Pennington's anything, uh, request Pennington's. Tell them you need it. Um, Follow Jeff and Jenny Pennington. Follow Pennington's Distillery on Instagram and every other social media platform. And, yeah, we will see you you guys. And don't forget to let Jeff out of the closet. Oh, yeah. Oh, I will. (laughs) (laughs) We will see you guys on the next episode of the Bourbon and Boca podcast.